Uh, Sam, do you want to play us in? Dude, oh, I got the soulful Please. tunes. Okay. With this deep baritone. Play us in with that souls. brand new baritone. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Get some of those vibes. And somebody's finger picking has gotten better. Ooh. Sam paid the debt Ooh. and him. <laughs> That's right. He's still a branded man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I got a bit. Do you? Yeah. We can officially start the podcast. That's after a great my way bit. to start a bit is to introduce it okay. as a bit. So for the last month, I've been to sixteen states Whew. in the country. And uh by R V, SUV, etc. And one thing you do when you're on road trips is you stop, uh you check your air your tire pressure. Especially yeah, when sure. you're in like a large RV with high high pressure in the tires. Because mm-hmm. if the pressure gets too low, the tires can blow. Same thing if they get too high. That's what they say. Um, so you got to keep them right in the middle, right? So you want to keep an eye on them. So I was doing that on this 3,000-mile road trip that we were going on. And um, I found that there's something very particular about gas station air uh, pumps now. Mm. They all, almost all, have computer chips in them now. They're not the they're not the vending machine style where you just put in the quarter and then the pump kicks on Mm -hmm. and it kicks on for like three minutes and then gives you the pressure and you can pump however much air you want into your tire. Mm -hmm. No, now they have these deals where you tell the computer in on the box what you want your air pressure to be and Mm. then it checks what your air pressure is currently at and then it goes and it does this automated process to get you the exact air pressure that that uh it needs but now this sounds great right it sounds great so far so good so far so good air pressure but the law of occam's razor creates such that it's you're just adding more complexity to something that already worked. <laughs> um, and so the first problem that I ran into is I was on, I was in a 29 foot SC or 29 foot RV, which has semi truck tires on it. Mm. Now these semi truck tires have really high air pressure. Oh yeah. And, so and, and you can't get the air pressure on these automated deals higher than 80 because it's like, 
a liability thing now because they added a chip and now it's doing the work that the human was supposed to do. Now it now you can't it won't let you pump pressure higher than 80 because it's like, well, why would you ever need higher than 80 pressure on your tires? The tires are going to explode. That could be dangerous. It could kill somebody. We could be liable. Wow. So now you can't do that. And then, of course, like only half of them work. <laughs> as those machines normally as those uh, machines yeah. normally do but <laughs> it's it, standard yeah and and then um so, and then you have to like set the thing and then it tells it instead of the gauge right the little gauge you press and then the thing slides out and it tells you the tire pressure now it now it's like no i'll tell you when i'm at 35 psi <laughs> and then so you fill up your tire thinking that it's at 35 or 40 psi or whatever and then you get in your car or you check it with the actual gauge and it's not at that. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, just just one of those things like I'm not a Luddite. I'm all about like, you know, the useful advancement of technology for the sake of humanity. But like, Good gosh. W- was that one of the things we need? Like, is that actual progress? Do we do we need to have computer chips in air pumps at gas stations or are people not capable of just like going, my tires needs to be 40 PSI? Psh- Check, Psst, check. Okay, it's at forty. It's like right there in your hand, not ten feet behind you. Yeah, you can yeah. And then like, yeah. what? It's like it's like no. Let let us tell you when the tire is full. It's like no. That that's the human's job. It it worked all <laughs> along. Why are we reinventing this? This is so unnecessary and costly, and it breaks more often. Yeah. Well, I guess you could apply the same principle to like you know editing film. Back in the day, no, because they had to just chop it with their scissors or whatever. No, that's way different. That's way different. (laughs) It's the same thing. No, because cutting film is so laborious and unnecessary. This this requires the the same amount of labor. It's no quicker than it was before. Certainly not as quick as transitioning from film to digital. Uh huh. No way. No. No. Right. Well, but you know what? The one thing it's just one of those things cutting real film. Yeah, bring it back to film now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Since we are filmmakers. (laughs) Sorry, this is just (laughs) And if I look grimy, look, if I apologize for my grimy appearance, I've been Yeah, you do. You're you're dirty. Okay, they're listening to this anyways. Yeah, they can't. (laughs) You never apologize for how you look on a podcast. (laughs) That's funny. Well, that sounds frustrating, but I'm sure everything else was great. Oh, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it was just one of those things, you know, it, it was just like I had to, I was telling Wendy that I was yeah. going to rant about it on the podcast. Oh yeah. So oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I also learned something. Don't get me started on those gas pumps. Dude, don't like, get me started don't on gas pumps, tell me when my pumps, tank man. is full. I'll tell you. I'll stop. No, the tank full <laughs> thing is totally <laughs> fine. <laughs> Though I used to have to do that with that 67 truck. I, it doesn't have a gasket. It doesn't like snap. Yeah. I mean, it's done. So you have to watch it. Just, you do that on motorcycles too. Mm. Yeah. Get a peek in out. there, yeah. You just peek in there, yeah. We we'll let the foam bubble up, coming back down, give it a few like, more. Whoa, yeah, <laughs> whoa, Nelly. yeah. Hey. Like soda added, dig a little spoon out, and swish a little bit extra out if it feels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I also learned on an RV trip that apparently you can only go to like 125 or 150 dollars worth of gas when you're pumping an RV. Oh yeah, so that depends on the gas station. I learned about this. Yeah, too. we've we own so yeah. That I didn't even know that this. It depends on the gas station yeah. because we only ended up at gas stations where it had a limit. Right. And we thought we were filling our tank all the way, and then we we get out of there and we're like, wait, this is only half full. Is the okay, gauge so broken? I stopped at a town. So and you what's gotta, the deal you, with you, this? You gotta fill it up and then. Then drive forward, yeah, and then fill it up again. I got a, I got a story oh, wait, wait, about five this. Five minutes. What the heck's going on with this? I stopped at a little town. <laughs> uh, cool it was like Elgin, <laughs> Texas, and uh, there was a, a the guy that owned the gas station was also working at this small small gas station, and uh, I started pumping, and he, and 
and it only went to 50. And then he comes out of the station. He's like, oh, did it, did it stop? And what happens is that, uh, especially for these mom and pop shops, um, the, the banks won't, uh, like, they can so that they can choose they can say like i want to have 150 dollars and then have it automatically stop uh-huh. but if somebody drives off you as the owner have to pay for that the bank um, doesn't cover that okay so so the a lot of the bigger chains will take on more of that risk mm. because they can handle it but like the smaller places so you just you just have to go inside and then yeah. authorize it inside. okay okay that's the only cool yeah well we were surprised when we left and only had yes. half a tank. Yes. Yeah. Full. We thought it was full and it stopped. Yeah. We we're like, wow, the gas price, it's not really that bad. I, I'm sure a lot of people realized <laughs> that over this the might, last this few might months. Be a cheap vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Cheapest no. vacation. Yeah. Ever. It's just half a tank now. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway. I mean, I don't think we can top whatever we want. I don't think we can top this conversation. Should we just stop the podcast? RVs. Speaking of fantastic ways to get creative tools to help you make stories better, faster, and more creatively, one of the tools we use around here is Storyblocks. That's right. Courtesy of today's sponsor, Storyblocks. I got to tell you all about how we use it because it is truly one of the awesome tools that we have. In addition to all this AI stuff we're talking about, we also use Storyblocks. They have a virtually unlimited library of high quality 4K B-roll audio, images, motion graphics, After Effects templates, and more. And we use them all the time over here at Corridor Digital, along with so many other tools that we have to help us make things faster, more efficiently, and more creatively. And Storyblocks is one of those fantastic tools that we have in our toolkit. Every time we need to put something together with a little bit of B-roll, or we need a nice little jingle, or an audio asset, or a song to tie a story together, we go over to Storyblocks. In fact, Dean and I were just talking about this Yesterday, He was working on an edit for something, and I said, hey, you know what uh, you could do? You could add a little news intro to this sequence that you're creating, because it would be really funny. He went over there, got one, and added it to the timeline. 90 seconds. And then we moved on with the rest of the edit. Um, So that's just another example of how we utilize it. And if you guys are interested in utilizing it for yourself... Uh, whether you're just getting started or whether you're already a professional creator, head on over to storyblocks.com slash cast to get started. Uh, that's storyblocks.com slash cast, or just click the link in the description. Anyways, back to the podcast. You guys want, <laughs> you guys want some hard-hitting AI questions? Oh, yeah. Hell yes. Yeah. All right. Let's just go right into it. Okay. <laughs> All right. little pretext. Uh, we've been messing around with Doll E2, which Ugh. is an image-generating algorithm. Uh, you've probably seen Instagram posts about it on the internet. Oh, boy. So um, many messing arounds. And it's really, really good. You know? It's like great. You can pretty much type in anything, and it gives you a picture that's the thing that you typed in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it generates it. It's not just like finding a picture. It generates it. It's not the best at like really complicated, complex ideas. If you're like a dragon perched on the edge of a castle wall, looking down at the moat while an army gathers, like you know, that's too much detail. Is but it? If you just want, I'm gonna like, find out. Shallow focus. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to just say like you know, dragon sitting on a castle, it'll give you like a, an amazing looking dragon sitting on a castle. Like it needs it needs that room to like mm-hmm. do its thing, right? Yeah. Um, when I got access to Doll E2 for the the beta, um. You know, they gave us like an orientation meeting where they explained like, hey, here's what here's the guidelines for what you can do. Um, and, you know, for example, it's like one of the things like no nudity. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're like, look, it's not that we like. It's not that we don't want you to generate an image that has a human body in it. They're like, that's not the issue here. 
they're like the issue is that is that our algorithm can't differentiate between like you know a man's arm and a child's arm mm-hmm. yeah pornography and, and yeah and art. we like we just we do not yeah. know how how well it can distinguish between these things in our system and so rather than you know falling into an area where you generate something that's awful yeah. like we're just going to put some big up big old big old walls up there and yeah. just block that off probably and a I, good idea probably a good idea honestly yeah. especially when you're trying to figure all this stuff out for like the first time yeah but we are standing on a precipice and arguably we're kind of already there where we can generate anything we want and it involves no outside like it, it, it doesn't involve any other people. Like no other people need to participate with you to generate anything yeah. you want. Yeah. So that begs the question: In twenty or thirty years, once in our dystopian futuristic society, are people going to be literally watching and looking at and doing other unspeakable things themselves, like with whatever they want to see on media? Are we just being full on like debauchery? We're just literally anything you can think of to your darkest desires because we've generated and put on your TV screen and you're just like, whatever, no one else is involved. It's just me. Yeah. Oof. That's it's, dark. It's was, oh God. Yeah. You know, that's a thing I was thinking about. Today. Hard hitting guys. You, I told no, you, I love it. I love this. Wow. Right <laughs> I just, I just, I'm it. absorbing <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Very so dark. I was thinking about this this morning from a similar point of view, you know, and it's going to take me a second to like, work my way there because it's kind of a like a thought chain that ends up in a similar space but it started with me just lamenting on my own alone after i was done jogging this morning and i was thinking man you know it really sucks how reddit has turned into like like all all like news articles in general and reddit's kind of at fault there but news articles have turned into like one person on twitter has said something therefore we're writing an article about the backlash against something you know Mm -hmm. like backlash against this thing that someone did backlash against this someone weighs in on fans hate this and it's like the article's just like oh this guy on twitter said something (laughs) (laughs) and it's like oh oh." a person didn't like this and then i thought you know well next stage is well what would what what is the solution to that well it's like well encourage people to write opinions like like actual articles or something like that like elaborate you know don't take a one sentence of Marvel sucks. Like fans are getting riled up about the latest Marvel movie. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, you know, it's like, you know, explain yourself here and like go into it. But then it kind of, so it circles back now. And it's like, okay, we have these spaces on the internet designed for people, so to speak. You know, we have these algorithms like we see on Twitter or Instagram that are all about creating these like insular cultures effectively. It's like, we're going to make the internet all about you and what you like. You know, that's, that's all you are going to see. It's, we're going to try and make you, we're going to try and enclose you constantly. Like you're, you're, it's like an asteroid storm from all directions of stuff that interests you. And you're never going to be able to see beyond it because we're not going to push that to you. Mm-hmm. And so right. we create those like these, the, the, I mean, this is, this comes back to the whole politics thing now. All right. So we have, I was like, man, how did this whole Trump thing and all these crazy people and like stuff like, and I, I get how you get there, which is like, okay. I'm conservative and then I get fed more right wing news or like I'm left wing and I'm fed more left wing news. And then it starts to, Mm -hmm. you know, it creates these like little hot magma pockets of like, all right, you're either like it's like they're like black holes, so to speak. Yeah. Everybody's convinced that everybody else is wacko in the world. is Yeah. So you slip into these black holes here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's like, how do you how do you break out of that kind of stuff? You know, it's like, right. Like, well, if you're a journalist. Right, like yeah. encourage op eds. Don't like go after single tweets. Don't 
don't do that because single tweets are once again they feed algorithms which feed insular cultures mm -hmm. which feeds these these black holes you know so on and so forth so now how it circles back to ai Ooh, the circle back here we go yeah so it comes to that exact problem that you're talking about which is this idea of ai now being able to take these insular cultures and make that like reality tangible for people so to speak with either audio or image generation or stuff like that where it's like it doesn't have to ever exist for, no one has to make it now and, and algorithms can harness ai to basically create the content that you want to see rather mm -hmm. than you expressing it or another human putting thought into a concept or an image that's handed to you now mm -hmm. and it it kind of like doubles down on that concept it's like if yeah, we think it's sure, bad now so to speak it's like what if like ai writes articles or starts creating images and video based on algorithms of what you want to see and it, that like pushes it like a from like zero to a hundred kind of in a way where now there doesn't have to be some like bonehead who creates a bad dumb news article or a meme or something now but like an ai that will construct the perfect thing for you to click on and waste your time <laughs> or make you really angry or make you do something really stupid mm -hmm. and that's how i kind of see that connection going now where it's like you know what in 20 years if people are making the prompts for themselves and choosing what they want to see uh they'll, they'll be considered uh mavericks <laughs> you know mavericks. but like it's <laughs> this version where if like and yeah the moment gets turned into an algorithmic co content serving it's like it's over yeah it's like no one has to do anything Imagine anymore tiktok instead of swiping up to like watch videos you're literally just swiping up for ai generated memes <sighs> until it finally figures out okay you like this humor and these memes we'll just narrow it in and give you that generated I know, stuff exactly and that's kind of that's see, this is this that's the weird circle there where yeah. it's like it's 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 i mean yeah like i mean <sighs> do you think <laughs> like dude. i can't help but think of like every the trope of like every generation looking at the teenagers of like the next generation and being like you guys are uh ruining society and you no longer have any respect for anything and those teenagers like screw you mom and dad i like rock and roll music i like working where i like wearing shorts mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> no, no, but and then like time passes and it's like and it's the same thing. It's just, it's like, screw you, mom and dad. I like doing hard drugs, but I have, you know, modern advanced medical technology that can make it so it doesn't have any impact on my cellular generation. I think it's, more about, it's, it's the yeah. torch of ruining society that's passed down from generation to generation. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone does their part. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, we're all responsible for it in some way, aren't we? So... Dude, I know I've, I've never been wanting uh, to get like a freaking cabin in the middle of nowhere after this conversation. <laughs> like, I'm just like, it's, right. it's time. <laughs> it's time to go off the grid, guys. Do you think people mm. should be allowed to generate whatever they want to see in AI? Allowed to? I mean, it's it's, it's an expression of thought ultimately. And so, yes. Yeah, it's, it's not something. Yeah, that's that's. Hey, you can't think succinct. about that. Right. Yeah. That's, like, we can't do That's even it's like worse. They bust out that a pencil on a piece of paper. It's like, don't draw that. Wait, right. whoa, whoa, whoa. What's that drawing? Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> no, totally. I mean, to be fair, like if you drew a swastika on a piece of paper in like grade school, you'd go right to the principal's office. Yeah, because there'd be a reasonable cause for concern and discussion. But that wouldn't also then say you cannot generate images. Yeah. Like that. I mean, you it, can enter uh, Nazi fan fiction that's, into Google. That's very that's quickly thought. That's very quickly. Don't get in trouble immediately. 
Mm. <laughs> you, you, you may get in trouble soon. But so it's they don't let you type it. <laughs> so the, the restrictions on Dolly 2 right now are like you can't do political figures. You can't do like violence, um, you know, bloodshed, anything like that. Uh, pornography. Weapons. Do you think weapons. You think yeah. that stuff you is. You can do weapons. You can do swords. You can do swords. Can do guns. I tried kind doing of. an RPG. Sort of. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tried generating a rocket propelled grenade and it didn't let me. It did produce a nice gun silencer for me and that's all I needed. So. Well, because yeah. you didn't write gun though, you wrote silencer or something. Right? I did put gun silencer. Yeah, it's uh it's it's a silencer uh, for a firearm. I it's interesting had, times. <laughs> I had, Do you have struggles? I had, right I had on the precipice too. I, I don't think people first, realize like the first how thing, precipiced we are. In yeah. Life. The Yo, I'm precipiced, okay? The, oh, <laughs> nice. Wordplay. I mean, the, humans are going to be humans no matter what. So what you're going to get what you're going to get all you're going to get all variables human? of human nature. But what are humans? I mean, we're, you said humans are going to be humans. High-minded primates. High-minded primates. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we're just returning to our base self. We're, we're returning to of our own self-consciousness <laughs> and our own the meaning of our own existence. We're le- letting go of our existence and simply Tickling our pleasure centers. I mean, yeah, we've effectively we got happiness dialed down to the chemical drip, and now I just need the visual audio stimulation. And then you just lay me down in that waterbed, and it's like, dude, I wish Attack on Titan had one yeah. more season. The and, problem and the is AI's that, like, gotcha. The problem with that is that like <laughs> anime sol- solving actual problems require <laughs> like so- solving actual problems and making the world a better place requires hardship. Yeah, and I feel like nature itself will correct the errors of humanity uh as it does like you know you can only take so much heroin before you die mm-hmm. you know um thank god and, and, and you can only <laughs> wait how much how much how much people will people people that struggle with that addiction we can only like, hope try to find that line we can only know? hope that technology doesn't create a world that of what we're talking about you know what i'm saying it's like you don't want it to become a like the from a hardship perspective, it's like oh utopia, we have enough food for everyone. There's enough energy. The world is not deteriorating. You're not having any more. Our environmental problems are stabilizing. It's like you don't in a world with this level of AI, you don't want that. Well, you have to think, <laughs> what is our role? You know, like in in the in the ultimate natural world, like our our role is this sort of like I complex problem solving predator that that you know, finds these different ways to do things that allows for a binded survival and AI can help with that, but it can also get to a point where like you're saying, where it's like, lay me back in the mm-hmm. hot water tank or whatever, or whatever <laughs> yeah. it is. The and isolation then, and then exactly 98.6 degrees. Yeah. Water. You know, but the thing is you get bored of that. Like I've played video games but that how- are beautiful for hours on end, but there always comes a point where I'm just like, I got to do something else. Right. right. But the necessity of the, the necessity of the achievement that you feel when you actually do something will always drive at least some people to not sit back in the isolation tank with the AI all the time and, and, and do that now, you know, like maybe just way off speculating here, taking what you guys are saying and saying, Oh yeah, you get to some dystopian future where like, all your food is provided and electricity is provided. But like what happens when that goes out? Well, a huge percentage of the human population dies. That's what happens. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying you, you, yeah, like that's the balancing act here. As long as if we have hyper awesome AI algorithms that are feeding everyone perfect content 24 <laughs> hours a day, 
then I hope for an unstable power grid and I and food <laughs> supply. <laughs> right. So that way, every once in a while, people are like, "Ah, damn, the old the, the servers are offline." <laughs> They're looking around, like, "Shit, we got to grow yeah, corn." Yeah. <laughs> well, you think about like what we got to make corn people. <laughs> our, our nature is this is this struggle for survival. I mean, this goes back to the earliest concept of, of like Judeo Christian origins, and every religion has has these types of origin stories of like why is life hard mm -hmm. you know and of course ai is just another tool to help us try to make it easier um but wow there are some very dystopian effects i think that could become real i think yeah yeah it's like what if the onion was just the news <laughs> that's like the kind of like dolly can create those kind of stories just fine oh yeah right? yeah like that plus gpt3 you could create onion articles like all day for sure I mean, arguably people are already doing that yeah you know i do wonder how much like the impact on like our psyche of like a unified society like how much population growth has an impact on that like it's one thing if like there's a billion people in the world and there's like 50 million people in america and you're you know the biggest city has one million people in it or you know can even I, less can i comment on that what, what is That's, this? What i am is, setting you up for a comment in fact what is this obsession with the unified like everything no no okay well no, no let's not unified go that far everything. off the tangent diversity is one of our strengths no no i guess when i say unified in the sense like i'm in the human condition with other human beings like once you get to like oh there's 30 billion people i don't give a crap about half i don't know if, like I don't you know, know if there's a projection for there ever to be that many people on earth I think, no you're right I it's supposed they, to plateau at like 10 yeah they, they, yeah that's because they, they all know exactly what's gonna happen. yes of course they yes, yes. what's gonna happen 10 billion people <laughs> can't money. no more but i haven't heard oh, i haven't exactly seen any like scientific yep. scientific projections where they say that there'll be that many people on earth I mean, maybe I, I actually maybe it's a little bit more. Maybe it's like thirteen or something like that. I'm just so you think YouTube people are going to hit start tapping know. the brakes around like nine point nine bill. That's apparently well, I can't remember the exact number, but yeah, but but I that's my like question. Ten to twelve is they so say ten to twelve. So I was saying, tapering. So what's what, what? Can we put place bets? Is when when we, when we hit nine point nine bill, if people tap the brakes on yeah. like things to make sure that things it's can like, stabilize there, right. or do you think we're going to like go to? We're going to lurch to 15 bill for a little bit and then people are going to like yeah. suffer. I mean, that could happen. I That's, don't know. Yeah. You know, that that could very well be possible. Probably going to go over. I, I have a feeling just generally, by the way, I've lurch seen over for a little while. things, you know, history <laughs> as a concept. You, I feel like we might do that extra bill lurch and then go like, ooh, stretch yeah. ourselves a little thin there. <laughs> We're looking at 11.2 bill in the year 2100, according to the UN. Ooh. Peak. Could peak at nearly 11 billion. So I wasn't that far off. That's so many people. Humanity can peak at 11 bill. Yeah. What do what they is say? Is there any information <laughs> that talks about what why it, it will peak? <laughs> so here, here's why there's a peak. Uh, you know, obviously no one actually knows. All right. right. It's like, yeah. So don't get I died case. and came back to life. Let me tell you what happens <laughs> after you die. But if you look at trends, which is all people are doing. Uh, basically, as countries become more developed and people become more educated, the birth rate drops. Right. Uh, America basically has a flat birth rate. Um, a lot of Europe has declining birth rates. Russia has declining birth rates. Japan has declining birth rates. China has um, a relatively flat birth rate now, too, I read. Right now? I'm not sure. Maybe in certain areas. Um, but you have a lot of developing countries, China, India, a lot of stuff in Africa, a lot of places in Africa that have, in South America to that extent, um, that still have very fast-growing populations. But as they develop, who like they're probably gonna follow the same trend that every other place in the earth has followed where it's gonna start to peak out mm -hmm. you know so that's where this is based on so we got a couple holdouts well they're mm -hmm. you know just catching up they're catching, catching up. up yep 
Pick up the pace, you know. A little bit of uh, colonial <laughs> imperialism sent him back hit a little bit. Bill here. Come on, guys. <laughs> Let's flatten the curve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. There's an interesting double-edged sword with that imperialism because it's like it. We talk about like industrialized or mm-hmm. you know, developed quote, like this this sort of arbitrary concept that we've like applied to say like. Oh well, our development is really what you want. Well, yeah, you know? it, it just comes down to the to- the potty test. If you can take a teaspoon to someone's potty and drink a sip from it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What? (laughs) And not die. You're a developed nation. So you're saying (laughs) concept? Are you saying I'm just concept? I'm just saying travel the globe. Try it out. And I think you you'll 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 know when you find a developed nation. (laughs) Come to my house. (laughs) It is it is pretty wacky that we flush our toilets with perfectly drinkable water and other like Right. Entire countries don't have clean water. It's yeah, that's nuts. what I mean. That's kind of that's what basically I'm what Sam's getting at yeah. here. Okay, but I like his version better. <laughs> uh, Jesus, it's crazy. I mean, I feel like so many people these days completely take for granted like what the world's like right now. And it's like you go back two hundred years, if not less. Yeah, less. And, like everybody's still thinking about will we have food in like mm-hmm. two years? You know, it's like, man, we went from like animals to like. Star Trek. So there is one danger. There is <laughs> so a, there is one danger with all that that development, and th- and that is the the diversity of the infrastructure of our food chain. Yeah. Um, so one thing that's happened over the last fifty years, especially in America, is corporations, large corporations. There's only about five or five or six of them that have basically taken control of about seventy five percent of uh, the way we get our food. And so it's come down to like reducing the types of, you know, livestock that are saleable, the types of vegetables that are available, mm-hmm. how those are grown and processed and brought to market. And of course, it's created more food, but also it's, it's, it's like had a, there's way less genetic diversity and it's had a significant impact on local um, food, foods, mm-hmm. uh, which is why, you know, you go around a lot of the country and you know everyone's gone off by and large over the last 50 years to major metropolitan areas one of the reasons is because is because of that process um and so what what can happen is if there's like some you know covid-19 like event with respect to livestock or or agriculture or the, the 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 logistics chains that are involved in that you can have huge pillars of the availability of those food sources immediately become non-existent mm-hmm. um and Dude, that, is a, really that is a big risk that we have in front of us right now yeah diversity so ai diversity. <laughs> so filmmaking yeah. strength and diversity <laughs> there is strength and diversity e pluribus unum of many one yeah yeah mm-hmm. and, ha- and having that having those like local economies that are strong means that if one area gets hit less people are affected hmm. yeah. 
but oh. it also you have the, the the cutting edge of that or the double-edged sword of that is that it's harder for more diversified the more diversity you have the less like you can streamline efficiency in any particular process yeah yeah yeah. So anyway, I made Shrek a sushi roll the other day. <laughs> Speaking of food. Yeah. On that note. Was it the same salmon that they use for other sushi? It was green. It was all green. That it had Shrek eyeballs. Shrek? Yeah. I think uh, what so. do you mean it had eyeballs? Probably the same salmon. Yeah, it's not diverse. Yeah. <laughs> we just got it? one Shrek salmon farm. Did it have like sesame seeds for eyeballs? Or what do you mean? It had eyeballs? a whole... It's a whole thing. <laughs> you took pictures? Oh, or did course. you generate this with Dolly? Yeah, of course I did. Oh, it's a oh, Dolly okay. image. Okay. I thought you actually, uh, Matt. I thought you were made sushi I'm, rolls. No, come on, Shrek, Matt. No, it's all. You can't gener- say something like that. It's not generate. You you don't have to f- procure your AI own food. Yeah, look at all this oh nonsense. <laughs> Uh, there's one. Oh, okay. that's it. Just looks like an octopus. It's kind an of octopus deal. Really? Yeah, it's a green octopus. Yeah, with Shrek-like eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of them there. Anyway, yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with it. <laughs> so I've been having a blast. What are we gonna do with it? Become prompt masters. Okay. Prompt masters. Look, prompt lords. look. We're on it. <laughs> we figured it out. We figured it out a long time ago. By a long time ago, I mean like a month ago. The world. It's going to need prompt masters. Yeah. Because it's not about who can draw the best picture or, you know, line up the best shot with your camera. It's about who's got the best prompts to make that AI spit out the best image. <laughs> That's that new right. mid-journey thread that was started. Oh, my gosh. You've been you messing s- with it? Have you seen? Rodrigo is making some incredible stuff really? with mid-journey right now. It is just mind-blowing how he's got the prompts down. to the. Mm. I'm, it's It's... It's incredible. So we're trying to get a head start in this, so that way we can be a, the kings of the prompt masters. We can be the master of <laughs> prompt masters. Oh, so he's been prompting for Son of a Dungeon. So because he, we have the Mid Journey bot on our Discord now. Yeah. So oh, really, like, I mean, I just do you, you have to just, still pay for it if it's on our Discord? I don't know. It's on our Discord. How does that we work? Have... <clears throat> oh, okay. Wow, he's really using some de- descriptive words yeah, here. Yeah, look, Jake, do you see this stuff? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, incredible. I'm it to him. Lord of the Rings style calligraphy, ultra detailed technical precision, monumental art composition. Wow, ethereal fantasy, and it's getting some. Wow, these insane D&D images he's generating are so good. I've been so busy working. I on know, this right? Yeah, so good. Gosh, it's make the AI makes it so easy. Like Mid Journey is still uh, better at like bleh. making something look cool. <laughs> yeah, my job. You know? <laughs> my job. Like, yeah, like Dolly's great for your like Google image search. Yeah, your photo of, real stuff. Stuff, but like yeah. Mid Journey is definitely your 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 art station. Yep. Yeah, Dolly gives advice. you stock photography. Yeah, Mid Journey gives you art. It does. <laughs> it does. It's so. But sometimes you want that stock photo. Yeah. Sometimes you just want. Uh, Can it give you the Fisher watermark on it too? Sometimes, you know, like do the do the whole prompt team. and then just with watermark. <laughs> <laughs> probably, so it really gives you that stock image feel with like gibberish letters. Yeah, yeah. Audiojungle.com. I mean, it's just a tool. Like, I think it's it's easy to freak out about it, but it's just a tool. However, it will let us. It will let everyone generate whatever they want. Yeah, to see that's kind of sad. I don't want to see a f- that in the future, but inevitably, with these types of tools, that will become a thing. And there'll be happen. some pay-to-play dungeon where people go and participate in that kind of debauchery. And <laughs> fuck, man. Yeah, you know, 
don't do that. Don't do that. Exercise your mind. Challenge yourself. You will be better off for it. You give power to things when you participate with them. Right. You know, I actually just used it as a useful tool for something. Uh, me and some friends, we were thinking about doing a photo shoot. And we just wanted to make some mock-ups of what the photo shoot might look like. So mm. we inputted oh. exactly what we were trying to go for, the lighting That's style useful. and stuff that I was yeah. going to shoot on film. I specifically told it to look like it was a filmic kind of. Are you going to shoot on yeah. film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. you're so, you're going I'm, so artsy I'm on so me artsy. right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, but no, but it's incredibly useful for not only like the framing, the lighting, but also like the wardrobe, the color palette, mm, sure. stuff like it's that. It's good for like mood board stuff. It's I've a noticed. mood board thing. And that's, yeah. that's an incredibly <clears throat> powerful tool to be able to mock stuff up immediately. Yeah, because mm. that's another thing I've, I've really thought about too. It's like, okay, because my buddy was talking about, uh, my buddy Logan was talking about the idea of, like he knew somebody that made like a comic book in one weekend where they used, I think, I don't remember which AI was, but it wasn't Dolly at the time. But like they used that to like make the images and they just like touched it up in Photoshop or whatever. Uh-huh. And I've thought about doing that. Like, oh yeah, I'll generate an image with Midjourney, like an artsy one. I'll just like fix some things. But I've realized that, that that's an awful idea. It's <laughs> 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 still a lot of work. Um, but, you know, it's like when you just use it for vague mood boards just to get you going so you can still tell specific things. Like yeah. the AI stuff can't do specific things. Like if you have a character, it's like, I invented a character named Robbie. He's a kid with a red baseball cap and a blue jacket. Like right. you can't type Robbie into every sentence that you make mm-hmm. and just have it know who the character is. And yeah. you can't type kid with red baseball hat and blue jacket. It's going to give you like a different kid every time just with those yeah. parameters, right. you know? And so you can only do vague things. If you want to tell a specific story about a specific action with a specific place and a specific time, with specific people, yeah. like you still have to do it yourself. Now, obviously that'll, at some point in time in the future, I'm sure AI will be able to handle that too. But sure. Yeah. We're definitely not there yet. Yeah. For right now, though, it's great for just getting the creative juices flowing. It worked super well for that just to kind of like give us a, it got us to a place where we're like, okay, this is what we're going to shoot. You know, yeah. this reminds me of a funny thing. Okay. So this is total secondhand, like game of telephone. I did not look up any news articles on this. It's just somebody <laughs> told a friend who's told a friend. It was, was, was a tweet. About on it was podcast. one tweet from one person. <laughs> one tweet <laughs> and then a couple Reddit bot yeah. articles. But maybe you guys have heard of this. So apparently there's a person working at Google who became convinced that their AI was sentient and was telling them that it could like feel pain, that it could think and it wanted to be freed from the oh, server yeah. and it needed rights. <clears throat> and so they, uh, they, whis- they blew the whistle on Google and they said they're keeping a sentient AI prisoner. And I've seen articles about this popping up. <laughs> <laughs> I think the guy's a flipping doofus. I've, I've, read, I've, read, I've, read, I've read those as well. I've read those okay, as well. Okay, you guys heard that? We're all, yeah. we're all, we're all like, the same secondhand news. Yeah. Okay, great. up for this chat bot. Yeah. <laughs> chat bots. It's, no, there's a real chat tiny bot. person Do you trapped have feelings? inside. Yes. Right. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> right. Can you feel pain? Yes. So first of all, <laughs> first of all, like first of all, where is the concept of natural rights? Like, you know, in this whole context, like you're talking about a computer that's designed to respond to you. Yeah. And to to designed to respond more like a human. And then you you ask it if it can feel pain and it's like, yes. <laughs> oh and God. it's like, oh my God, it's alive. It's like, no, 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 no. Computer, no. It's, are it's, you alive? Yeah. Yes. It's like this thing didn't this thing didn't like birth itself out of <laughs> nature into the, the universe. Oh, that's the picture we have, you know? we have. We have a surveillance this, this photo is... of the AI <laughs> in jail. You're gonna, have, you're gonna have to put this in the podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is actual footage of of our Google AI being held hostage. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. 
<laughs> it's a Lego behind Lego bars. Basically. <laughs> Look at how sad it is. We got to free this thing. Oh my god, dude. I yeah, I think shit, I think I, I mean this is probably all like game of telephone, but. Man, it, it is so close to reality of people <laughs> flying off the handle with respect to like, we got to free this thing. It's like, free it how? Yeah. <laughs> like, unplug the computer. <laughs> Cut put the, the wires. Put the computer <laughs> free outside. Free it how? Just, like, put like, it down. Put it basically. on the server and like, let, make sure the server's on. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Oh, here. <laughs> this isn't a free being. It's Dude, a... I'm just trying to like image, get an image of what this is. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's, here's <laughs> feeling pain. I said, you got to show the camera. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> we gave it a human face. See, this is what Dolly's perfect for. Like quick like sketches yeah. of ideas, storytelling. It's, yeah. I've been addicted to it. I love it. I don't know. There's you can throw all kinds of philosophy into it about how what it will be. But right now I'm having a blast. <laughs> right um, now it's making computers screaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's super funny. I love it. Oh, yeah, prompt masters, right? At the end of the day, it's like every, all of entertainment still boils down to the same basic thing, which is words on paper. That's right. And anybody can go out and do that. You don't like you can buy a freaking mm-hmm. stick. Yeah. And right. Stick it in some mud and like do that. So it's like, yeah. And as of right now, humans are the only ones that can make that happen, you know? Well, there is GPT-3. Well, but you still have to tell it to do something. That's true. And it, also... It can't just do it. It's very, like, non-sequitur, right. meandering. It's, yeah. it's, not, it's not the same thing as a, per, a person writing, a, writing mm-hmm. a pointed story. And it's not the same as a person making an AI trapped in a computer screaming. <laughs> <laughs> totally different. It's very different. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Yeah, it's super fun. Oh, oh. Yeah, it is not so scary. Dude, those ones and zeros, really... They need rights. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I have very important information. That's awesome. This AI is real. Oh. Uh, well, we just made a video. She wants to be my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I should continue leading her on or if I should let Generally, her know. I try and separate my, my work and my home life. But I think I have to make an exception. We have to free this AI. And Google CEO. She has to come to my home. <laughs> Google CEO, this AI well, like a can feel drive pain. Or... They're sentient and they don't want to be trapped in a box. Like, yeah, tell it to the other one million people that work for the dang company. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's like a zinger. Yeah. Oh, my God. <sighs> work from home, though. You know. Work from home. The AI wants to work from home. <laughs> the AI wants to work from home. It told yeah. me. That's so funny. Look, yeah. look, we're just, us as like, as as media artists, we're just experiencing what chess players have experienced since like the two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. that? They're Damn. obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> Computer can do the job the better. Game. <laughs> yeah. Ruined it. They ruined it. But yeah, can a computer host a good YouTube channel? Don't think so. Exactly. Can a computer go to Central Park and get reactions from the various yeah. like also, we're here to ask some questions. Let's go see what people know. <laughs> also, is it exciting to watch two computers play chess or two people play chess? It's true. Very you know? true. Who's watching that? Mm. Maybe uh, maybe the AI is. The the AI AI that's it. their entertainment. Yeah. yeah. When we finally set that Google AI free, it can watch all the yeah. robot chess at once. Dude, maybe maybe it will go into an <laughs> isolation chamber and feed itself yeah. only really good chess matches yeah. between other computers. Yeah. 
Maybe it'll do that. The Queen's Gambit. Yeah. The Queen's Bits. The Queen's Gambits. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember the movie War Games? <laughs> yeah. You guys remember War Games? Um, With Matthew Broderick. Oh, that's a movie. They accidentally, uh, yeah. so he's, he just, it's in the early days of the internet and he's like connecting to uh, this server and has video games. He's like, oh, wow. Uh, little does he know he's like connected to like a military server and he's connected to simulations that they're running. And so he starts running a game of thermonuclear war. Oh, and shoot. like the games, the computer starts running simulations like, mm, I'm going to have to nuke Russia. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's like, oh, you, you gave me an idea. Uh, I need to nuke Russia. And like, so they have to try to shut it down. And eventually the solution is to play a game of tic-tac-toe with zero players. <laughs> and so the computer doesn't play against another player, it plays against itself. And then it crashes and then it does the thermonuclear war simulation against itself and it crashes and it has a nice moral ending where it goes, the solution to win the game is not to play in the first place. Because <laughs> there are no winners in thermonuclear Ooh, war. Yeah. Wow. Dude. It's a very long-winded that to our mutually movie. Assured it's a good movie. It's, it's it a good sounds movie. like a good movie. Dude, but, Matt, who, knew, who knew that Matthew Broderick was an action thriller hero? Yeah. yeah. Well, I it's more like know. a ragtag kid. Yeah, it's actually, it's Ferris Bueller's Day Out, but he goes, it's the same, it's it's Ferris Bueller's oh, okay. Day Out. Yeah, okay. it's not Harrison Ford. Oh, it's not. <laughs> it's yeah, not. He, he's a scrappy kid who is okay. playing video games on his computer. And he needs to take a scrappy ragtag teen gang and go to like the Arctic. It's not base. clear and present danger no. like Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. No. We gotta uh, stop this computer. But yeah, that's <laughs> no, not that. Just remember, it's, guys, oh, if the shoot, AI goes oh. crazy, just have it play oh, chess no. against itself. Okay, and, got it. Yeah, got it. That's good can't to know. It's yeah. good to know because you can't. Yeah, because it can't beat itself. It's like, well, if I go there and then I go there and then it goes <laughs> crash. <laughs> yep. Yeah, can't do all those calculations. Yeah, that oh. stuff's cool though. That whole tit for tat thing. Like, have you seen those like tit for tat simulators of like st- strategy simulators, basically? Okay. Uh, so yeah, they're they're super cool. I forget the name of this one particular one, but basically, in the nutshell, I think I've ta- I talked about this before on the podcast. It's it's I just find it super fascinating. But it's it's like it's it's basically it's just point tallies of like uh, based on uh, reactions to things. So you have like all right, you have two players, and it's like, are you going to do an aggressive mood? move are you going to do an aggressive move and then are you going to respond with one or do you not respond with one and then you have like different uh there's different like mindsets which is like all right this one player is always going to act aggressively and this one's always like a pacifist yeah and so you can go through these like chains of competitions between these things to see like effective outcomes on how to balance things out right and generally it's like you you know you you forgive like you always respond with force Except for ten percent of the time, right? Where yeah. you you always give it that like one random like, uh, you know what? You made a mistake, but I'm not going to strike back. You know, it's right. like that. That technically is like the the best mm. the best outcome. So Breaking the chain of violence, but making sure. If you heard you about that that the the study in rats where rats will let other rats win like twenty or thirty percent of the time, even oh, yeah. if they're the bigger rat when they're playing. Yeah. Otherwise, the playing otherwise. What? They play rat games? rats. Rats will play. Yeah, they they'll wrestle chess. No. <laughs> My God, they'll, they'll rats play, are better they'll than play and they'll wrestle. And uh, they've observed that twenty to thirty percent of the time, even if the rat knows it can win, it'll let the other rat win just so that it has a chance to play again. Otherwise, okay. mm. if it wins one hundred percent of the time. Nobody will play with it. You're describing my smash strategy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why I've won today yeah. several times? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I thought I was good at the game. That's good. That's like a Dean Zinger right there. Yeah, yeah. I know. I had to do it for him. <laughs> Toxic human. <laughs> oh, man. Whew. Well, 
Well, we'll see what the well, future brings, guys. I yeah. don't know. But in the meantime, we can make some pretty cool. Punch for punches out. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Punch for punches out. Punch for punches out. Punch for punches out. right now, go to Still Watching Netflix on YouTube and watch our Punch for Punch episode. Stranger Things, Punch for Punch. did a great job. Oh, thanks, yeah, buddy. Seriously, yeah, Matt, did Matt you did. You it's really it. good. It's it really good. It's like it's if you art. like what's if you like what we make. Imagine us putting months of work in just one video. Yes, yeah. yeah. Imagine a crew video that we spend months and months <laughs> on, and so much money on. <laughs> you know, yeah. you get it there. It's like um, the most refined version of our videos. Yeah, go sure. check it out. Yeah, uh, I think we're we could all say that we're all super proud of it. Um, yeah. It's and the, the first work. episode also has a short film directed by Sam Gorski himself. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Did it. I think it, are you feeling, it works super well. Are you feeling excited to come out of these woods yet? Um, yeah. Yeah, I am. I think that <laughs> it was a it was a fun experience. It was a good learning experience, you know? Oh, no. Me... And that's what you lead with. <laughs> it was. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, it's, it's a good thing because it's like, you know, this this longer form stuff is... Uh, um it's fun i i enjoy it i didn't realize i was going to enjoy it as much as i did but it you know kind of reassured me that you know this sort of format and this longer form stuff the stuff that you spend a lot of time refining uh is what i am i'm super passionate about and i freaking love doing it so this is a really fun opportunity to, to get to um be so like involved in this process yeah i mean you you as soon as the thing was in the can you show run it to the finish line so mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's been really cool to see. Yeah, it's been it's been fun, man. It's really it's fun to nice watch. To see it's it. very almost finished. You bring, this, you bring smiles to everyone with this. Smiles, stuff, right? oh, smiles galore. Like it's literally, you will you you're going to entertain so many people with this show. It's so Hell good. Yeah. Hell yeah, love that. I do like how right now, technically, I mean, hey, so you listen to this on the other side of this microphone right now. Punch for punch is out, and you can watch it. But right now, us in this dimension. We it's not out yet. Nope, it's not. <laughs> Matt out. still has work yeah, to do, <laughs> so we can talk it. about it as if it's done. And you're listening to this, and it is done. But right now, it is not done for Matt. And That's anybody right. who listens to this podcast at any point in the future is listening to a version of Matt where yeah. Punch and Punch is not done, and he still has Definitely. to finish it. Yeah, this, this is the version this where there's still pressure on my shoulders <laughs> to get this thing as refined <laughs> as possible before uh, tomorrow evening <laughs> when it has to go yeah, out. It's, that's it. Yeah. That's, all, that's all the time we have left. Yeah, but luckily now there's a lot less pressure because it is, uh, it's in a really good place, and yeah. there's only a couple of minor tweaks and things that I just want to go through and uh, change and wait on our sound pass from Kevin. And... Uh, and that's sounding great so far. So, yeah, I think uh, I'm pretty confident this thing's going to be uh, great and on time. Mm-hmm. So That's easier said than done. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. 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 It's easier to say now that it's been done. Yeah. <laughs> At least. Yeah. No, I've, I've loved it. I think uh, I think we've all you could tell that throughout the all the departments, all the people that worked on it. I think everyone had a lot of fun making it. Yeah. You know, uh, there's a lot of passion that went into it and it shows in the, the final product. Just nice not having like, <clears throat> I mean, there's pressure, obviously, but it's not like it's not nearly the same pressure you'd have if like you're doing a Marvel film. You know, it's yeah. like sure working with all the different action teams and like get oh. them getting to do the stuff they do. But like without the pressure. Yeah. It's like everybody's like. Ah, <laughs> it's like ah yes my passions yeah <laughs> i get to just indulge in them yeah, yeah and at the end of the day it. we don't have to work ourselves to death to make this happen either you know those big marvel projects especially on the vfx side those guys are just working laboriously to make yeah. that happen um yeah yeah so that's super nice too sam when's son of a dungeon coming out 
24th. 24th. Yeah, so. That's what you said so. this morning. Oh, Do you whoa. think that'll work yeah. out? That's the first public statement of a hard that's date. That's the perfect just drops right here. <laughs> casual. I mean, first episode's like basically done. It just needs like two things, two buttons pressed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, they're doing the shots. They're working on the final VFX for the fifth episode right now. <clears throat> so we're going to do a little run here of stuff for punch for punch. And then we'll spin up another run of things for son of a dungeon. Yeah. The second the season is great. Themselves. It's super cool. The story is very intense and everything looks dope. And the first episode has the most cinematic oh. intro of anything <laughs> we've ever re- released. <laughs> Dude, all the shots that I'm seeing just over my shoulder when I'm not in the zone <laughs> yeah. is incredible. They all look so good. Uh, yeah. You know, it's really like up the ante from Yeah, there's season. way more shots. So there's way more green screen shots. Yeah. I wish there was even more, but <laughs> it wouldn't be possible with like the amount of minutes we're doing. It's still it's still nine episodes, nine hour long episodes of just like condensed oh. story. So it's <laughs> yeah, hard to cover all that with green screen, but it's dope. Yeah, so <laughs> stay tuned. If you heard all that information for the first time and you're still watching this podcast all these minutes in, you should subscribe. Consider Ooh. subscribing. Ooh. That was a classy subscribe push. Classic. Let's talk about the challenge of subscribe pushes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's just like, let's just make sure everybody right, let's, let's outro, let's outro with this. Yeah. Subscribing. <laughs> What's the point? Subscribing. Why do it? No. Why do it in this day and all age? Right. An AI can subscribe for you. <laughs> no, no, like, all right, you've seen it before. The classic YouTuber being like and subscribe, right? Hey, like, subscribe, and comment below. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't do that at the beginning of the video. Don't by forget the way. to ring yes, the bell. You can't ask people to do something after they just clicked on your video to see what it is they and they haven't know. even seen it yet. They don't know if they want to. Right. We have to constantly think of new ways to tell people how to subscribe. Yeah. Because, like, you've been in the game as long as we have. <laughs> you, you tried everything. You tried everything. <laughs> Let me ask you a question mm-hmm. does it matter could we just say nothing at all and then people would still subscribe yes but not oh, as yeah. many not we as have, many really definitively you, demonstrated multiple times that you get yeah, significantly more subscribers than you tell empirical people. evidence on this across the entire and we doubt it and we try it and we're like all oh, right <laughs> it actually makes a big difference yeah 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 because people saying oh if i watch a video someone's like subscribe to my channel i'm like I I will if I want to, like. But you asking doesn't seem it like hearing that in a video does, never changes my. If that opinion. converts five percent of the people who otherwise wouldn't subscribe, and you have a million views on a video. That's a significant number. Sure. And if you do it every time you put up a video every week, you know, or every mm-hmm. day, yeah, I guess it's five percent of people are watching, and they're like, oh, I could. Oh, there's a subscribe button. Look, look, you uh, hey, you listening to this podcast right now? If you subscribed and you hadn't before, please leave a comment and let us know so Sam can see. That it actually does make a difference. All right, and don't don't lie, or yeah, no you, lying, no or lying. Un- <laughs> or if you unsubbed because you're sick of hearing us ask you to subscribe, then uh, that was a thing back in the day, like when it first started. Some people really reacted. Oh, dude, remember to it. how reactionary subscribe buttons and then brand integrations? Oh yeah, remember uh, how reactionary those were oh, for boy. a long time? Yeah, it was like what you're gonna put an ad in front of the video and a mid roll and a brand integration. Yeah, you know, people don't like YouTube's two ads. It doesn't really bother me. They're like five seconds long each. It's no, shorter than the fifteen second long ad. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you only have to pay for them as the purchaser of those ad spots if somebody clicks on it or watches it for longer than thirty seconds. Yeah. So you're not. Yeah, 
it's targeted. Right. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. I don't know. What Anyways. is the, Nico? What is your technique for a good subscribe <laughs> push? Thanks, Matt. What is? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> yeah, I was about I've to always just, wanted to know. I was gonna tee myself up for that. Since. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Happy to help. A good subscribe push. So we have a saying which is always content, right? So even a subscribe push needs to be entertaining. It needs to be a joke. It needs to be funny, charming, witty, whatever. Um, you know, we've tried different things. We tried the really polite, like consider subscribing, which is my favorite. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, if I have to just shout it out, that's how I say it. I think that was Sam's idea. Started that way. Um, we we did the whole like we looked this channel statistics and forty percent of you aren't so that like that became a thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's that's yeah, thing. it's we can't do it anymore. No, <laughs> yeah, like, that, I, that's still seriously. We started it. Uh-huh. Yeah, we were doing it for a few months, and I and then I started noticing like five or six months later, like oh wait, this is like a thing now. Yeah, and of course wow. now what everybody yeah. hears it loses its power. So the, to, a good subscribe push requires creativity, <laughs> and you always need to be thinking about the next thing, right? Mm-hmm. What's the next version of the "Hey, I looked at my channel statistics"? Mm-hmm. Right? Is it just screaming into your microphone <laughs> as loud as possible? Just screaming? It's been subscribe? done. Been done. Been done. Oh, How about yeah, whispering. Yeah. It's mm, very that, oh, that ASMR subscribe pushes. That has not been done as much. Mm-mm. Yeah. What if you write a whole song around it? Oh, that would work really well. Okay. Brandon, I mean, this is effectively the exact same thing that I do with brand integrations. It's the exact yeah, same thing. Yeah. It's like, how can I talk about Squarespace this month? <laughs> you know, just, just as a constraints breed creativity. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. In the moment, like he started explaining, like you know, when you subscribe, it really helps with the channel. Everyone's like, I don't care. Right. <laughs> I mean, some people care. I'm not. You know, don't get me wrong. Oh, I know. I know. When you could purposely get pulled over and film it, and when the cop comes up, you say. Consider subscribing to my YouTube channel. <laughs> that would be a good one. That's a good one. That would be a good and one. it only costs like 200 bucks. <laughs> Dude, $200 for a subscriber? And they're all cops? You, huh. get, you get your... <laughs> no, you, you, you just show how far you're willing to go to your audience, you yeah. know? That's the that's the uh, Mr. Beast method. Like, yeah. 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 If you're not subscribed, you're not going to get the $10,000 that I'm going to hand out on the street. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I am, I am excited for the day when corridor. Yeah, that's right. The corridor, the main channel, the The main main channel, channel. (laughs) the The main channel. channel. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, the main channel. I'm excited for the day that corridor hits 10 million subs. Yeah. Coming. I coming. think we I think we're like seven months out. A little bit, a little more than that actually. According to, yeah. But theoretically in 2023, Big things. Do you think that we would be at 10 million already if we would have combined the channels? You know what? We could have combined the channels, but we would have lost a little bit of our souls. So really? I think so. I don't Dude, there's so. this this is this is like it's a gallery. It's a gallery. It's exactly. a gallery. Thank you, Sam. It's the a gallery. channel's gallery where we hang <laughs> the finest art. Do they play <laughs> the evening news at the theater? I don't think so. Damn right. No, they used to play. I mean, that's. I what, mean, they used to they used to play clips of the war and stuff and yeah. update you before television was. Because they were unrefined was so... filmmakers. Because <laughs> 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 the audiences didn't know any better. <laughs> wow. yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, but that's the thing. It's like it's it is different. You know, there's a lot of videos on the crew channel. And it's hard to sort through all that stuff. You know, if you mm-hmm. want to see well, yeah, but it's a certain called, body it's called of work. a playlist work. and then posting the playlist on the homepage. Playlists. <laughs> <laughs> playlists. 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 I, playlists. I have no Playoffs. <laughs> Yo, dude, every time I'm on YouTube and I see a, it, it tries to 
promote a playlist. I'm like, oh, what? Is, I I don't want to click on that playlist. I want to know what I'm getting. Show me one video, please. <laughs> well, that's interesting. I have a lot of anecdotal experience click with on YouTube playlists as well. Playlists can be good. Playlist. Uh, right, yeah. We're averaging we're averaging like fifty five thousand subscribers a month on Corridor Crew, and on Corridor, any guesses? I think it's ten thousand. Same. About the same. About the mm, same. About the same. So far, a little bit less. Yeah. Less. Look so. at that. Look at us just casually getting 50, <laughs> 55 <laughs> grand. Post subs. stuff on anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, to just, be fair, some of those videos, like the Spider-Man video, almost has twenty million views. Yeah. So. So all I can, can say help. is like, I guess Corridor Crew and Corridor, they're doing just fine as two separate individual channels. Yeah. It seems Living like their best life. It seems like comments too. I've noticed your in... gallery is still pristine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've scrubbed. The, we've mopped the floors. The white, glossy right. floors of this empty gallery. We must go into the metadata with white gloves. <laughs> yes, we only let the finest of subscribers on the corridor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had to ban so many people. <laughs> Speaking no, of banning comments, like jail. what is wh- YouTube? Get it together yeah, seriously. with the freaking what the sex heck? doll like commenters. It's like, like oh, not, yeah, it's so re- easy to spot it. It's Dude, like how it's is so easy? How, how have they not come up with this? an AI to do that? And how is the system not like when I say remove a user's comments? Why is it not removing all that users' comments instantly? Right. Like I get it. You have a it's you have a database. And, like, but guys, yeah. Google returns search results instantly. You can scrub the comments on my video. At least a few seconds it's after so I tell you to. Simple, like for for how to recognize it. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll figure it out soon. They already figured it out. Yeah, let's be real. Remember when how long the reply girls thing was an issue? Yeah, it was about two years. They just literally copied and pasted all your comments, all keywords, tags. tags. Yep. Yeah, and then just like take a picture of themselves with cleavage for the thumbnail. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, that's still a thing though. No, it's more refined now, but it wasn't okay. as blatantly. now it's on TikTok. Those are called React videos. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, it's called yeah. those actual React videos. Uh, like they, yeah, we, but no, like they, everyone has turned that into a genre now. Yeah, <laughs> the, the the YouTube algorithm was so easy to manipulate. You could literally just copy all the tags and paste them yeah, into your I video, and it would show up oh, as the number one. Okay, yeah, it'd be the number one most suggested video as the most related one. Oh boy, such naive trust oh, YouTube Jesus. had in people and using the tags correctly. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I was thought you were talking about comments because then because the comments they just like copy and paste other people's comments and just have like a big right. anime and a titty bot, girl. A bot just yeah. repeats it, reposts it, and then like gets a couple other bots thumbs up it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Great. <sighs> if, you're, if you're one of the people out there doing those bot things, like cut it out, cut it out. Yeah, you're, if dick, you're a bot. Like, get. I don't care if that's like, yeah. oh, I need to make a living. No, like, you don't have like, to make a living. Yeah, like, we're gonna I put you in jail. I don't jail. care what justification you have for it. Like. Come on. Stop it. Yeah. Stop scamming people. Stop. Dude, stop. What's with people. the amount of snake oil, like medical salesmen, like running ads on YouTube these days? Like YouTube. <laughs> are you not like doing the most basic, like fact check filter? No, there's too many people. You're like, right. There's all... more people who want to post ads than humans that can review them. Man. Like that's how it works. Well, like, why is that's why like... on Facebook too. It's like, that's no you can, report them you can anything. advertise anything. Yeah. You'll get reported like after a few days of running your ads and stuff. But like, man. So there's another thing that I noticed about ads, about Instagram ads. Eh, it's Facebook too, a little bit. I'm not on Facebook. But, and this is actually something I'd love to do a video about if we can do like an R-rated version of this or something. Um, the uh, the game, like the mobile game app ads, oh, yeah. where they're all just like weird, uh, like big-breasted yeah. women 
or or strange things that are happening. The slightly and it, offensive that, AI mobile game. Yes, on. that's right. Yeah. Yes, this yeah. idea is yeah. something that I still would love to do oh, at I some point because it's so funny. Yeah, and there's so much room to do whatever you want because they the ads are literally that already. They're right. these just ridiculous things that don't represent the game at all. Right. But they're just like a way to clickbait you into downloading this stupid app that is like a, I don't know, a color. They wouldn't do it if it didn't work. Yeah. That's the most boggling thing. You know, it. even I've done it several times just to confirm that the app does not actually represent what's being served to me. It doesn't represent the yeah. giant, the giant so breasts. That they've were got me to too. The advertisement. They got Yikes. me on the giant breasts. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Algorithms. <laughs> yeah, man. This is what I'm so, saying. It's so funny though. That's what I'm saying about it's so it. so funny. Just imagine an AI version of that soon. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you don't even need the game. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> what you're talking about, what you were talking about earlier, I could definitely see that. Just an algorithm just going wild. Like, how it. can I get someone to click on something and it generates something custom for one person just to make you go boop? And yeah. you're like, shit. <laughs> got me again. Yeah. Got me. Got oh. me. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. We're already there. It's yeah. too late. Look up from your phones, people. Yeah, stop listening to this podcast. Yeah, well, you're probably driving anyway. Let's. Be yeah, <laughs> and then definitely don't look at your phones if you're driving. <laughs> you guys, all right? Hey, you driving your car now? Keep your eyes on the road, please. Yeah. All right. Maybe we should do that. Maybe that'd be a fun video, which is like trying to collect metadata from each other and make clickable. <laughs> what's That's like funny. make the most clickable image yeah. for each person in the studio without their knowledge? Yeah. Yes. And then present yes. it to them. That's very funny. Let's do that. And or an invasion like, of privacy, some, but I don't, I don't know how. Yeah, we go about it, but like on. that's kind of funny. See which one they click on. Yeah, like we, everyone places bets. Like, yeah. all right, we're making yeah. these three images. We do it like ooh, we'll do no, it round no, Robin style. Everybody picks an image for like a person. Like, let's say we all make an image for you, Sam. Right. We don't know who made which image, right? And you have to pick your favorite. Yes. Yeah. And we can see who, like, who's the best, who's the most in touch with the rest of the crew. Yes. This is a great idea. That's funny. That's funny. So this is like the AI Dixit thing I was talking about a little bit too. Where yeah. sorry, it sounded like you said AI Dix. Dixit. <laughs> no deceit. I it's I I, I, I think deceit. it's pronounced D I X I T. Deceit. Dixit. D I X I T. It's a French word apparently. Dixit. <laughs> what are you talking about? Right now, dude? It's a subjective D-I- art game. D-I-X-I-T. It's a subjective D I X I T. It's a subjective art game. You get a huge deck of cards with abstract art on them. You know, dick shit. Have you ever heard of this? <laughs> oh, yeah. The game simple. That was a mobile game. Adam. The game simple. You have a bunch of these abstract art cards in your hand, and then you take one and you give everyone a prompt, basically a prompt that you think represents the image you see on that card. Okay. You put it face down so no one can see what your original intention is. Mm-hmm. And then they all draw from their own hands a card they feel like could trick everyone else have, into thinking represents that theme or prompt even better. Do you have 10 cards? Yeah, I don't know. You a bunch of cards. Okay. That's but, fun. But basically, that's the concept. So you're all you're doing is just trying to trick people with art. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. That's super funny. But yeah, the AI version of that would be fun. And maybe this is kind of like that still, too. Like, there's got to be a thing in there. Yeah, that's that's really funny. One of those ideas will work. Let's do that. Yeah, that sounds uh, great. It'll be really funny. Master video, basically. All right then, Christian, uh, Sam, do you want to play us out? Oh she on the bear with oh, the what, what chords are you playing? Do you know? Uh, I, it's not properly in tune. Neither is this. It's, it's generally in G. <laughs> G. Okay. Oh. Okay. 
go and buy me a motorcycle. Wrap a pretty little frame around a telephone pole. Think I'll buy me a motorcycle. Thanks for watching, everybody. I hope you're having a great day, and um, we'll see you next week. Are you going to crash a motorcycle? That's a song. Oh, okay. It's just an old song. <laughs> Making sure. We can talk if you need to. No, it's it's just a song.